Welcome back to That's Loaded, a suffocating iconic podcast with Caitlin B. And Sarah Bell. That was a beautiful song that you were just singing. Thank you. I felt very inspired by our guest today just to switch it up, you know? That's what I was about to Practice say. Practice my talents. Like, wow. You're going to mm. become the triplet. I'm, I'm just trying to shoot my shot here, so... <laughs> It's like Hillary Duff whenever she sings in that one movie that with her hands in her pockets. Oh, raise your voice. Is that what it's called? I think I think it's raise your voice. And she's like, ha, 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 ha. And she goes on and it's like five different voices mixed into one. It's my probably, arguably my favorite scene in cinema history. Mm. So do you guys think Caitlin has what it takes to be our guest for today's podcast? <laughs> new triplet, triplet. background I singer think, triplet i mean ooh, background singer megan and liz and caitlin do i have what it takes please let me know i, I if i have so. to audition i will let me know which song <laughs> bad for me I got it's it. like it's like the new <laughs> pussycat doll show remember that oh my god yes wow <sighs> the other day i i kid you not four days ago Alex was playing, you know, his Spotify on shuffle and uh-huh. he listens to a lot of Boyce Avenue or Boise Avenue, which is a, yeah. you know, YouTube, whatever band. And he was shuffling and all of a sudden Megan and Liz's voices <gasps> fill my apartment. And I was like, wait, I, I know like, these hold people. on. I was like, is this Megan and Liz? He's like, looks, he's like, uh, yeah. It's like, hmm. Is this just the universe telling me they're coming on the podcast this week? I thought it was so cute. So obviously we have Megan and Liz on the podcast. If you haven't gathered by the title and (laughs) my audition. So you probably grew up watching covers of Megan and Liz on YouTube. I know Caitlin did. I spent almost all of my weekday nights just refreshing my YouTube for the latest Megan and Liz cover. That's so pure. I was like, these girls are so good. I'd probably bring out my guitar and try to play along and pretend I was a triplet. <laughs> it may have happened a few times. You know, I feel really accepted your- today. I feel like it's just a big full circle moment for me. Oh, circle of life. Circle well, having life. Megan and Liz on the podcast has been a long time coming. We've always wanted to have them on. And when they said <laughs> that they were releasing a new single, we it's perfect. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And also, in case you didn't know, the single is inspired by Sex in the City. And How we have iconic is wanted, that? Totally. And we've always wanted to do an episode just entirely talking about Sex in the City. And honestly, there's no better people to have this conversation with other than Megan and Liz. They make me look like an amateur. They really – they did, yeah. I'm shocked I by how much Sex and the City knowledge that they have because like they can name it's the truly titles. inspiring. Ugh, I, I would love to get you- on a level with any show like that. It's just a great party trick, you know? <laughs> what a weird flex. Whip it out. Like, <laughs> not all of us can do that. And I just – you know, it's really admirable, their, their love. So one mm. day I hope I'm there. One day maybe. <laughs> I'm Until looking then. at the Google Doc for this week's episode, and as you guys know, last week it said I learned how to swallow. This week it mm. says eat a dick slut bag gladly. <laughs> so, so we are still I wrote mature. Slut bag. Sarah added in eat a dick before the slut bag, and then I wrote gladly. Period. 
And I just kept it on there because – I love that collaborative effort. Yeah. Mm. We really got artistic there. Yeah. We were really living up to that one review that said we were educational. So is that the loaded review of the week? I feel like it should be. I feel like it's just – it really hits home. Yeah. So I read this review earlier this week and I was crying reading it because – Honestly, 10 out of 10. It's just, it kills me. It's from Love Christina Rose. And Mm. the subject line is educational. (laughs) Just educational. And (laughs) she says, this is the most educational podcast I've ever listened to. Keeping me young and hip with the kids at my nearly 30 years of age by explaining what OTPHJ is. So Christina Rose, I am- You are so welcome. We are welcome. Honored to be providing the education, the hard facts, Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. we all need to be on our game about, and that is OTPHJ. Also, Mm -hmm. I was seeing some other reviews saying they need OTPHJ merch. And (laughs) I mean, if you guys are going to continue to put out in the universe, we just have to make it happen. So (laughs) keep letting us know if that, you know, if you want that. We'll deliver the goods. (laughs) I'm just picturing everybody wearing these sweatshirts as they OTPHJ and their moms are like, what is – what's that? <laughs> it's an inside joke. You just had to be there. Yeah. Over the pants hand job, mom. Mm-hmm. Duh. Oh, wow. That is so. like so on brand for us though. So I love that. I love that. that we're the most educational podcast. Not what mm-hmm. I would have ever like expected for us, but I'm really honored and accept. Apple's going to put us on that list. Yeah. Education. Top I- education pod- mm-hmm. podcast right here. That's it. <laughs> So last week I talked about how if you guys wanted to share our podcast, that'd be really cool with your best friend. You'd get a special shout out. We talked about it for like five minutes. Um, No one DM'd us. None of you delivered. We need to have a talk. It's fine. You're in trouble. This is like you getting called into the teacher's office after everybody has been excused. Uh You should feel a little ashamed right now (laughs) because this is a personal attack on you listening Mm-hmm. And I would like and it's to kind know. Of embarrassing I would like to know too, but why. <laughs> um, zero, zero messages. Checking our that's loaded podcast Me DMs. Me too. Only to find nothing. I was like, we for sure refresh got you. Refresh. No. <laughs> so, so I would just like to know. <laughs> um, maybe better luck next week if you want a special shout out at the end of the podcast next week. Share this with your friend. Leave it on the review. Make your friend review it. Any way to bring it back to you and you'll get special treatment. We don't we don't give special treatment to every loaded listener, okay? Just the ones who suck our dicks and give us OTPHJs. Facts. So uh, we're going to try to keep our weekly updates a little short this week because we have a little bit of a longer podcast with our girls Megan and Liz but there are a few things we had to discuss that we did not get to discuss with each other because we were Mm. saving it for this moment so Mm. I know Caitlin told me she had something to tell me that she was waiting for the podcast to talk about so (laughs) hit me with your best shot I mean it relates to this episode in Sex in the City but it was just funny because I restarted it in preparation mm-hmm. for this episode, you know, research mm-hmm. purposes, obviously. And mm-hmm. I'm only on season two, just finished season two. But uh, the other day, Alex walked in and I was watching it. And so he just, you know, he stuck around. He kept watching it. Normally, whenever I'm watching my shows, he 
leaves and watches his own thing in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I could tell it was it was interesting to him. And then mm-hmm. yesterday he made dinner and he popped it on himself. I didn't even <gasps> pop it on. He Are pop- you kidding? And he he had to say it first. He's like, this is literally the line that he that he gave me. It was it was just on. Okay. Like he turned on the TV and it was just playing. I'm like, sure. Mm-hmm. So I felt like it was a very proud moment because he was and and then he just kept playing it. Oh my god. What a big character development moment for him. But I, I also like- <laughs> think this is a big moment for both of our significant others because Cody too is going through his, his first time mm-hmm. watching his awakening. it. Yes. And he will say to me, you can just put on Sex and the City or whatever. Clearly planting the seed of, I want you to put this on, but I don't don't want to make it seem like it's my idea. We can see through you. Yeah. Men. does When we have them on the podcast, we'll have to ask them about this, but does he laugh at the jokes? Does he think it's really humorous? Like what's going on in his head when he's watching this? All of the above. There are moments where he's like, oh my God, why does this bother her so much? Like like mm-hmm. Carrie, like bring back up things. And then he thinks Samantha's hilarious. And he says that I'm when I'm drunk, I'm Samantha, which kind of true. And hmm. he also likes that there are boobs. So I think that also <laughs> keeps him staying. He's like, whoa, you actually see boobs in this? I'm like, Yes, this is HBO, honey. So that was my update. I just thought it was cute. Um, He's into it, so. I love that. And so is Cody. (laughs) We love. We Into Sex and the City. Did you hear him? Yeah, it's okay. Okay. (laughs) It's all right. It's all right. I wasn't even going to really have any updates this week, but when I saw that Addison Rae put out a song (laughs) i was like we absolutely have to touch on this it would be wrong for us not to to. hip so if you aren't aware addison ray put on put out a song called obsessed i think yes Hmm. (laughs) all right so here are my thoughts she looks hot as fuck the video she looks great agreed fire the black outfit yeah amazing yeah Oh, yeah. The curves. I'm like, yes, The girl. white dancing, Britney mm-hmm. Spears vibes. Loved that. Such Britney Spears vibes. Uh, however, the dancing, though, okay. The dancing was not – I don't know who choreographed this, but I was – Lady I was, Gaga vibes. I was cringing at some of this, these dance moves. I was like, what is happening? Because she dances great on TikTok. Like, she knows mm-hmm. what she's doing, but I don't know what, what was happening. I was like – audibly cackling at some of the moves there also the song in general it's catchy it's catchy but it wasn't it didn't do it for me there's it was just do it for me it fell it fell flat for me i said i think i said this later i don't even know what recording this was but it's kind of monotone like to me it's just kind of like all in one range so it doesn't keep me interested there's no like yeah um Mm -hmm. which i was kind of looking for but obviously we're not all singers. Um, and as you said later, it's kind of like Disney Channel. Like <laughs> everyone who's on Disney just becomes a singer. And it really yes. is like TikTok these days where every kid is just coming out with a song. I'm like, how many TikToks people are going to have songs and music videos? Like we don't all need to be doing that. Why and are we doing this? Don't get me this? wrong. Some of them are actually them. talented. But 
Addison Ray being a singer just kind of seems forced to me. It's like when like, Kim Kardashian came out with a song. We're like, no. Paris no, Hilton no, no. vibes is what it reminded me of personally. <laughs> yeah. Like we don't need to all be doing – and it kind of takes away from the other TikTok singers that are actually like doing – want to be a musician. I agree. I don't think she's – I don't think that's her life goal is to be a musician. And it and it if just, it is, stay that's in her, fine. Yeah. But I think she should stay in her lane. She do her reality show, her TikTok. Hear me out though. So I saw online, so I don't know how accurate this is, that she's performing live next week on Jimmy Fallon. So (laughs) I am holding out for all judgment for that performance because I think that's the only fair thing to do because if you notice, Dixie D'Amelio hasn't – she hasn't sang live any of those songs because i mean <laughs> hello auto tune which no shade it is what it I'll is i need it to girl yeah i'm waiting i'm waiting yeah let's let's see what you got we'll do an update once when, when she does it the song is very catchy to me it's been stuck in my head all day which is just because <laughs> see, it I, hasn't I, been stuck in my head so i feel like I've that, been on it just TikTok felt flat all day me. oh yeah and it's everywhere well, on then there. when it's on there yeah I don't know. I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts on it because we all have very different tastes in music. So let us know. It also kind of reminds me of the song Obsessed by Maggie Lindemann. And Is that, it, why are you so obsessed with me? Nope. That's Mariah Carey. Oh. This one's oh. like obsessed with myself. And it's a bop and that one gets stuck in my head and it has kind of the same message like I'm obsessed mm-hmm. with myself too. And I was like, okay, I've heard this before, but it was better, in my opinion, with the other song. More catchy, uh, more upbeat. Do you? If, if that's a passion project for her, go for it. Uh, try it out, you know. I mean, hell, she's got enough money. She can do whatever the hell she wants. It, so Exactly. I'm excited to see what this girl has. I Don't get me wrong. I love Addison, and I think no, she's, she's beautiful. Great. Oh, yeah. Stunning. I think she's the prettiest not to put pinned women against each other, but I think she's – hands down one of the most beautiful people I've seen. So she seems like ex- a great girl. Yeah, I'm excited. I hope the best for her. I hope she doesn't, you know, get that Disney star, even though she's not a Disney star, but that's what I'm comparing these TikTok kids to. Yep. Have that uh too fam- too famous, too fast situation. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you want to come on the podcast, just let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, girl. So this week's guests obviously are Megan and Liz, and we are so excited to have them on. They are mm-hmm. YouTubers. They started out on YouTube OG. around the same time as us, which we love. Precious. Our paths did not cross. You never met them until no. you came here, right? Mm-mm. So it's crazy that with all of the YouTube events and stuff that we went to at such a young age that we never ran into them. I know. So that's really funny and just weird, but our paths eventually crossed and now they're our friends and we love them so much and they are putting out a new single this Friday, which we're going to be talking all about. It's such a banger. We even give you guys a little preview, which is amazing. And... We didn't want this interview with them to be like every other interview they've done. I asked them before if there were any questions they didn't really want to get into or Mm -hmm. ones that they feel like – Redundant. Yeah, because I feel like oftentimes when you are a guest on a podcast, you say the same thing over and over and you just want to talk about something different. Yeah. 
And we agreed that we did not need to go into, you know, where they came from, all that stuff. So if you want to listen to a podcast where they do go into that, I'm sure they've been on plenty and they can answer that for you over on those other podcasts. I just got to say, I was just listening to a clubhouse where they talked about like people who are on podcasts as guests, their biggest pet peeve is when people ask them where they're from, their story up until this point. And Mm. listeners apparently always like skip forward through that part. So I was like, oh, cool. Noted. So we skipped all of that for you guys (laughs) and we went straight in for the tea. Exactly. And Sex in the City. I mean, come on. Great topic. So it's a great episode. To the tea and the pee, if you know what I'm saying. Uh Uh-huh. You guys are going to love this episode, and with that, let's let's hop right in. So I am so overjoyed right now to have you guys here, and we're about to have like the most iconic conversation about something that we all share a common bond over and have in common, which love. we'll get into, but before we do that, let's discuss this new single that you guys are dropping on Friday called Where Does the Love Go? Woo! Spill the tea on the background and how it came to be. Give us the juice. Well, I mean, it's inspired by all of our favorite Sex in the City, yes. Carrie Bradshaw Ooh. quote. Yes. yes. There's an episode where she says, if you love somebody and you break up, where does the love go? And we were watching that. We've actually written a few songs, I think, based off Sex in mm-hmm. the City. For sure. Yeah. Um, but this one, we were like, that's a song. So we took it into our writing session with our producers and we told them, here's our song idea called Where Does the Love Go? They definitely did not, we did not tell them that no. it's from Sex and the City because they would not know. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it's just Some things are better left unsaid. Yeah, I was like, they don't, I don't need to explain the context to them. Um, but yeah, so we're really excited about it. What episode is that quote from? Do you it's know? Season two, episode 18. 18? <laughs> yeah. I love that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> knew it right off the bat <laughs> I mean I guess when something's so important to you it's I I guess you're Absolutely. able to they're crazy though they can like know every single name of the episode I'm not there yet in my Sex and the City trivia but Your maybe are. I almost brought out the trivia Sarah got us as oh, a gift fun. a birthday yes. gift a few years ago she got us the Sex and the City trivia which like you can only find oh, that's a good like one. in the obscure like depths of the internet on ebay um, very niche literally one of one of the best gifts we've ever received um megan and i played it together and it was shocking like it's like we could enter i wish there was a, a i would sex love to do trivia that. oh my gosh like a jeopardy themed like sex and or a city? sex and city we would be jeopardy oh, or millionaires millionaires yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's so fun. You guys should make one. I do Jeopardies with my friends sometimes. You can just like make your own. You should totally do that. The only people that would be invited would be Megan, Sarah. It would just be you guys competing yeah. against each other. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else would be like, yeah, I've seen this show a few times. Sarah will chime in a couple times. As I've been rewatching, I try to note whatever episode that we're on I say it out loud to myself so then I can be on that level like that <laughs> that's so cute and Cody, it's like you're learning a new language yeah yes. exactly Cody's just to the point where he doesn't even notice me doing it just let it happen yeah. let it flow I'm practicing 
write them out, have a steady guide and study before you go to bed. Like learn, (laughs) memorize one season at a time. Yeah. But also just like going back to where does love go? The song, not the sex in the city quote. (laughs) Um, We really wanted to make it like this fun, upbeat song. Mm -hmm. Kind of like 2010s pop. Yeah. Like we feel like pop music right now is just missing it. It's just all sad music right now. And and we're like, you Mm -hmm. know, our last record was sad because we were sad and (laughs) we're kind of like over being jaded and and mean and cranky about the music business. And we're just like, I don't really care anymore. Bring on the fun pop. Yeah. Ready to have Um, fun. Yeah, so that's, like, what this song is, and that's, like, what we feel like is a good representation for the music we're going to put out. It's just, like, very fun, very, like, if you know any Megan and Liz songs, like, very much, like, Bad For Me Release You vibes. Mm -hmm. Yes. More so Mm. than, like... um, Such a bop. I can't even think of, like, the sadder songs that we did, that we've There's a lot of them. Are you happy now? That Ghost, yeah. Yeah. More more Bad For Me Release You, so... I am so excited. I feel like we all need this in our lives. Just a good, Mm -hmm. upbeat... Fun song to get ready to jam with our girlfriends. Yes. I'm ready for it. Yes. Like mm. Precisely. I, was having a song about Sex and the City something you've always wanted to do or was it just an organic thing for you guys? Well, we've done it before. Yeah. We have another song called That Ghost about uh, season four. Like when the, you know, the episode where she's like in the bar and she's like, when you see a ghost, you feel the hairs on your neck stand up. Like, that whole concept the of, like, concept. the ex being the ghost. Like, we wrote a song about mm-hmm. that, too. But that wasn't as, like, prominent of, like, a, like this was, like, an actual quote. Yeah. So that's why we're, like... And yeah. then we had another song actually called Weed, which, like, we, has never been released. But, you know, like, the episode where, um... Where she, she weed him. Yeah, she... she He weed him. Like, you know, like, weed go to the the Hamptons. Weed do this. And so we wrote a song called uh. Weed. Um, oh. I thought you meant like yeah. pulling weeds. Oh, <laughs> too. Oh, but but we made the whole song about like also like smoking weed, all buried in there, and like getting high off whatever, whatever. But that never yeah. came. That never, that never came, came out. out. <laughs> yeah. So this is our and first real, <laughs> real theme. <laughs> Feel like, hear me out, guys. That HBO should totally hit you guys up for being featured in the reboot. I know, like, Sarah. We can it hire needs to you. Happen. Be our agent. Pitch us. It's so on brand. <laughs> they don't know what they're missing. I mean, this yeah. OG so song good. written for Carrie. Yeah. And because credits, if you guys it don't just know sense. the movie. Oh, the credits. Yeah. yeah. But the movies have the most iconic soundtrack. Shopping for labels. <laughs> Fergie. Fergie. Yes. I will be thrifting and one of the songs will just pop on because for some reason thrift stores like to play older music and to me, you know, it's classic and it will pop on and I'll start living my best Carrie Bradshaw life. Just strutting Amazing. through those aisles, grabbing <laughs> the near nearest shoe. A Manolo, perhaps. Oh, labels are love. Channeling you know? your inner <laughs> labels are love. Yes. I'm like, Ooh, time next to be single. a dumb bitch today. Yep. <laughs> So where can our followers pre-save and pre-order the song? Yes. Um, you guys were nice enough to put it in your description. So it's they the can... show notes. <laughs> we yes. did. Oh, it's the show notes. <laughs> yeah, we're oh, on a, okay. We make it easy for you guys. Show notes. Sh- but these the YouTubers notes. are on a podcast now. Yeah. All four of us were like, description. Oh, oh show notes. Show notes. <laughs> yeah. Show notes. Wow. We're so yes. cool. So <laughs> official. Um, <laughs> Or, like, our Instagram bio, 
Yeah, and then um, on Friday mm-hmm. it'll be out just anywhere and if you want to yes, search it. Stream it. We're gonna have a v- lyric video. Yeah, just go stream oh it. And, yeah, jam out. I'm I'm so excited. Send it to it's all so of your friends, loaded listeners, yes. so you can all blast it. And you time. guys are giving us a little preview, right, for the podcast? Yes. Absolutely. Oh my god, do they get a preview? Yeah. Yes. Should we should we play it right yeah. now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. The little, the little, the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> just <Yep>. the tip. <laughs> just yet. to get you guys excited. I. This is my favorite song that you guys have put out in our friendship, which you guys have put out some bangers, but this one is just so good and so happy, just like you yes. were talking about wanting it to be. You you took it there. I feel and like you I'm win a, the main character energy. That's the yeah. exact yes. feeling. Yes. Deliver. Yes. This is like playing over like almost like I picture it, you know, when Elle um, in Legally Blonde is like getting ready, you know, like in the very opening yes. credits. I'm like, mm-hmm. this song could be over that. So perfect. Oh, yeah. It's like perfect day. day, but like 2021 perfect day. Yes. Oh yes. my gosh. That's like my what favorite I kind want. of music, my favorite kind of movies. Yes. It better same. be. Same. In the reboot. Just saying. Yes. And all my favorite Manifesting movies. Manifesting that. So be sure you check out the show notes for their new – or yeah. to pre-save and pre-order. Pre-save Sorry. It. You have two non-musicians right now <laughs> trying to be like – We're noobs at this. <laughs> I don't even know what pre-saving is to be So it's new. Honest. It's How- a new thing. Okay. Um – that it's been around for a while, but like apparently now it's like the only way to have your song like pop off is like yeah. if people pre-save. So yeah. that's why we're stressing it so much and like why we're really like pushing it. It just helps so much with like Spotify algorithms and because um, we cannot mm-hmm. escape algorithms no matter what no. we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It controls our lives. Yes. Oh, I was does. about to say everything is so algorithm based. Wow, that fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> but that's why we're like really like so grateful for the pre-save. Sometimes I feel like pre-saves almost matter more than a stream on yeah. the day coming out. It gets like, like the Spotify no editor's attention mm-hmm. and like interesting. Um, then you yeah. can get on a playlist, which is huge, like as an independent artist. Oh my gosh. Well, I will pre-save. I'll add it Same. to all my limited two playlists. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the iconic. It's a bang. And I'll share playlist. it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Oh, so, so if there's excited. one thing that you guys can take away from this podcast today, go pre-save right now. All yeah, your pa- you can artists. pause that's loaded. Half of yeah. you are on Spotify right now listening to this episode, so True. you just can go over, pre-save it. So easy. Mm-hmm. In honor of Where Does the Love Go, releasing this Friday, we thought it was only appropriate to discuss all of the life lessons that our queen, Carrie Bradshaw, has taught us. Mm-hmm. As we get older, there have been so many moments in life where I'm like, holy shit, this is exactly what Sex and the City warned me about and or discussed. And I truly believe that it sticks with us sticks with us through the years it's one of the shows that i think it doesn't matter where you are in the world you can find it applicable to your life mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. it hits home yeah 
all it really the does. different cultures. I mean, hello, they go to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> they do. And they have a time. Carrie lives in Paris for two weeks, but it feels like six months. <laughs> so she's Parisian. <laughs> yes. <feels> like years. <laughs> so basically it's French. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so we want to get into some of our favorite life lessons that we've taken away from the show. There's some that are hilarious. There's some that are like deep meaning and all that shit. But mm. I don't think you can watch an episode of Sex and the City and not walk away with something new. I'm not saying it's like an educational experience, <laughs> but I do think <laughs> you can learn There's always something, something you can take away mm-hmm. that you can apply to your life for sure. I'll start. You start. Okay. <laughs> take it away. Um, I mean, like Sarah was saying, you know, there's some life lessons, you know, some really deep ones, but then there's some, you know, not so deep ones that are just funny and true. <laughs> and true. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to kick yes. it off with a deep life lesson because in an Enneagram 4 fashion, that's what I yes. uh, love. <laughs> love being in my feels. Um, Go off say heart. <laughs> um, but it's season five, and you know I'm not a huge fan of season five for many reasons. Burger being one of them. The haircut for another awful <laughs> hair. Carrie's yeah. hair. Um, it's but, the hair for me. It's yeah. so bad. So bad. Especially the and the failed the- attempts at covering up her bump. Yes, that's right. And the episode where she's at the casino that is her like, my hair and makeup her- is oh. worse. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so the life lesson is when she's about to go on her first date with Burger, and she is just way overthinking it. She bought like six outfits and she's trying to over plan it and like putting a lot of pressure on it. And then she runs into Aiden on the street with his new baby in tote. <laughs> and she kind of just realizes that, you know, you can plan all you want. You know, life's just going to happen the way it's going to happen. And she goes and meets Burger that very day in not her perfect outfit. Mm-hmm. Not even, you know, mm-hmm. the evening time, the proper time. But just goes to show you, She should have ran the other way, but she should have. She should have. Discussion. Yeah. <laughs> but for that date and, like, for should've a while, like, they were good. Yeah. And, and, yeah, it was very just much proving, like horrible things can happen you know obviously with Aiden Mm -hmm. um she treated him terribly and terribly terribly yes (laughs) me trying to join in (laughs) me trying to be the third (laughs) the triplet well we welcome you behind we welcome you I'm honored um but yeah, just things, just you know, like you can't terribly, control life. No, just, terribly, terribly. We've moved on from that. No. <laughs> I was trying to be like the girl or uh, in Pen Fifteen when they're having like that competition, you know, with the third best friend. Oh, so yeah. that's me of. exactly what's happening here. Uh, sorry, but no. that is so yeah. true. It's a good one. Mm, yeah, I agree. Life goes on. You can't plan it. You can you can try and plan it as best you can, but it's gonna happen. Yeah, just kind of like the wedding with Charlotte. And yes, Mary. Mm-hmm. you can try to make it as perfect as you want, but life is gonna happen. And just because it doesn't happen the way you want it to or imagined Vision. it to be, yes, it can still be good. Yeah, yep. exactly. Mm-hmm. Life is crazy. Roll with it. I mean, in contrast, you've got 
her marriage with Trey McDougal, which was picture perfect. And life isn't always going to be picture perfect. I feel like yeah. those two life lessons just really like should fuck each other. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> wow. that's like that's a lesson that I love. That's deep. One of my favorites truly about like the series and like Charlotte yeah. in general is like Charlotte, you're the whole series. She's like, I want this perfect man. I want this perfect mm-hmm. wedding. I want this perfect apartment. When that all happens, I'm going to get my happy ending. And it mm-hmm. turns out that was just not right for her. Mm-hmm. And it like led her mm-hmm. to, you know, this. she does have a really happy ending. It's just not what she expected and not what she was like pushing for. And I feel like that's really important. Yeah, it's just like, same thing. Yeah, like it's not going to look how you think it's going to look. Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, and it's you're going to end up in a place that's way better mm-hmm. than you could have ever imagined. Which, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I like that, that so much. So we took that very deeply and i'm gonna just take it in a different direction because we need to add some humor to this uh episode what we do here and one of my favorite discussions that we have probably every other month in our group chat is the whole brady brady situation so if you (laughs) are going to have a baby with someone and it's nobody you're currently dating but you have the potential to potentially date them and or marry them i do not recommend you naming your child their last name because then you're just gonna have a kid named brady brady oh you hate to see that and no one's gonna address it yeah (laughs) nobody's gonna talk about it ridiculous to me (laughs) everyone's gonna talk about it behind your back yeah. Like, what were the writers thinking too? Where they're just like, this will be a funny thing that we just like won't really discuss. They probably just didn't or think what? about it. Like they were like, oh, they're probably not going like, to get back together. All names. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think they, they at the time they were probably like, this is a really endearing moment for yeah. the for you know Steve and Miranda. Miranda's soft spot. Yeah. Let's show yeah. her vulnerability. Yeah. And then they're like, man. <laughs> They're like, like, Brady, Brady. Let's just glaze over that and we'll just pretend that we don't know his last name. But good good point, I really need some answers from the producers or the writers because, like, that's just fucking weird. Yes. It's too far. They took it too far and they need to explain themselves. Totally. the producers. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Can you clarify? Who are you? (laughs) Oh, my God. I love this one that you wrote, Sarah. Just because it's expensive doesn't mean it's cute. Oh. Yes. Oh. <laughs> because I think about this all the time with uh, Instagram and bloggers just with, you know, the, the hopping on the latest trend or just because a expensive, well-known brand comes out with something. They think it's, it's just automatically cute and you're like, oof. And Sarah, you're referring no. to – a lot of Carrie's outfits when you say this, right? Like, <laughs> yes. like or is that I yeah, that's think, where you got that. Do you think which or I want to know which one you think I'm thinking of? I know which I, one you're thinking of, Sarah. Ooh. I can tell you which one I'm you're thinking the belt? of. No. <laughs> tell us no. more. Bare belly? No, that is bad. But I'm she is <laughs> specifically bad. talking about they're in a restaurant. It's the one, it's the episode where- Hot Child um, in the City? It's Hot Child in the City. And she's wearing this Chanel outfit that oh. is like, it's uh-huh. like Capri. The pirate like, outfit. Hands, with like a bandana. Headscarf. Mm. And then like it all like matches these like horrific colors. It oh, is like one of my, my least favorite It's so bad. But it's mm-hmm. Chanel. And it says it's like Chanel everywhere. And it's horrific. And the thing is, is I feel like they could have 
styled it so much better had she not had the headscarf on. Yeah. Yes. The headscarf situation. Is it this outfit? Yes. Okay. And different pants. That would have been amazing. It, it would have been a like moment. a five-year-old going to school. The yeah. capris. I what also is have happening? beef with this other outfit of Carrie Bradshaw. They're at a picnic outside and she has this poncho on and she takes <gasps> off said poncho and it's a fucking like Lederhosen or whatever they're called. Oh, the yes. German- <laughs> yes. I know what you're talking about. What the fuck? Nothing She's- against those. I'm German. I, I love my German heritage. But I'm sure but it was a designer. I wear that. Positive it was a designer. Probably vintage or something. Uh, ugly in moderation. Not the entire outfit. <laughs> Agree. Bits and pieces. Another one that we actually didn't talk about the first time was – well, we kind of did. We have spent so much of our lives trying to identify ourselves as one person in the show as opposed to the reality where we should be able to see ourselves in everyone. And that sounds so slutty and like <laughs> Samantha, but I don't mean that in a sexual way. I just think that they're they wrote this show to kind of emulate the modern woman in the fact that this modern woman is going to fuck up. She's going to get in fights with her mm-hmm. friends. She's going to pick the wrong guy that everyone's rooting for. And we should all see that in ourselves because we're not perfect humans and these characters aren't, which mm-hmm. I think was a little bit different for the time because a lot of the shows were idolizing the ideal woman. That's absolutely 100%. True. And I used to get so caught up in that. Like, who mm-hmm. am I? Who I have to be one of these people. But it's also a show and they're all also a character as well. <laughs> so they're going to be, you know, Samantha is very – Samantha and whatever, but mm-hmm. I think it's good to have bits and pieces of everybody, or at least mm-hmm. a couple of them, because we're not all yep. so black and white, you know. Mm-hmm. Although we want to see ourselves growing up as a Carrie Bradshaw, not all of us have Carrie in ourselves, and, <laughs> and that's well, okay. Looking back too, like Carrie really had some horrible moments, like the kind of stuff that she did. The kind of stuff she said, the kind mm-hmm. of like how she treated her friends, how she treated the men. Like she had some winning moments, yes. but she has some really, really dark, like unacceptable moments. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I just did not focus on that. No, but I do appreciate that now mm-hmm. as an adult. The writers like made her a character that was really flawed. And that was not the norm mm-hmm. in the 90s. Kind of what makes this show like some of the lessons really timeless is because yeah. that's never going to change as like a character, you know, like. People are flawed, and I think that that really holds a lot of gravity. I think a lot nowadays is people like to get caught up in the fact that Carrie was such a horrible person, which I don't think that's fair because she did fuck up, but like I said earlier, we all fuck up, Mm -hmm. and we all idolize Miranda, but Miranda wasn't perfect. She was Mm -hmm. mean and cold-hearted sometimes. Yes, totally, but – The one who I feel like gets shit on the most is Carrie, which, yes, rightfully so, but just I think it's because she was so idolized as as a kid, I guess, Mm -hmm. or like when you you were first watching it, she was kind of the the one that everybody wanted to be because she was seen as the most fabulous and the main Mm -hmm. character and the best outfit. So I think now it's kind of 
when people rewatch it like I did um, years later because I was one of those people too who I was like, oh, I have to be a Carrie. And then now I'm like, oh, I was just more focused on her and I was just like, okay, wow. Yeah, I def- actually wouldn't have handled that situation that way or she really fucked up. So yeah. I have moments where I'm like, I really wouldn't want to be, but I think it's just because it, she was such an idolized character growing up. And they all have great redeeming moments as well. So being They're all mix of all and of fabulous. them is great. They are, yes. And realistic, which I like because so many times <laughs> you're watching shows and movies and the main character especially is just, you know, has it all together and mm-hmm. never met. Like maybe she'll have like a minor slip up, but is just too perfect all the time. Like, like Emily in on, Paris not vibes. realistic. Did you watch Emily in Paris? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Another great life lesson is – to never marry a man who says alrighty. And I obviously am kidding. <laughs> if your husband or so I was gonna listen to this like spouse. I love that my husband says alrighty. <laughs> I just he Trey McDougal. I uh, could talk rip about you to Trey. shreds. Oh. Let's he, talk about He deserves Trey. it. Actually, I don't know if he deserves it. I just think that he should be single forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was Kind of digging Trey when I was watching it recently with Cody. He was all sweaty on that tennis court, and I was, oh. But he, he says all righty. I was serving some love. <laughs> he says all righty while he is shining, glistening with sweat. He literally says it. Like, that's when you put a- in the headphones. <laughs> like, I'm just going to tune you out. Just mute, just mute that part. Just don't even, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I that's how I could personally get down and dirty with Aiden is I would just probably have to mute him because there's just <laughs> and maybe like kind of close my eyes too because there's certain things like the way he looks I'm like you are such a little and bitch. Maybe you shouldn't fuck him if you're going to be closing your eyes and <laughs> muting him. I feel like maybe it's just maybe not no one for you. Okay, fine. Enjoyable. <laughs> But, like, other than that, great guy. So absolutely nothing about him. 10 out of 10. Yeah. 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 Oh, I nothing love him, in common. Though. But also, that's another thing, another lesson, I feel like, is with, you know, there's this huge debate. Is it Aiden or is it Big? Like, who you know, who should she have gone mm-hmm. with? Like, who's the better choice? If you're really looking at it, she knows herself so well. Mm-hmm. And she knew she that does. she did not at the end of the day, want to go to the country house every weekend and, like, have kids Mm -hmm. and have that lifestyle. She was a city girl who, like, wanted this, like, lavish lifestyle and Aiden could not offer that to her. But I think what upsets me the most about that is that she already dated him and she knew that. She knew that, yeah. And she still went Mm -hmm. back for more because she felt bad. I don't know. I don't know why she did. She has some selfish moments. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta admit. That's it. She was selfish. Like, Mm -hmm. truly. There are, I think, multiple people who could be right for you. um, But you just have to choose, you know, your whole life. If you're choosing somebody for your whole life, which version of yourself are you going to be okay with the rest of your life? You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want to compromise. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's a good... But she wouldn't be living her authentic self, and that's what she needs to do because it's like they're both great people, but together they would be compromising key parts of themselves, and it's not worth it. That was a good Mm -hmm. one, Liz. That was well done. You you could even see that in 
the people that Big dated because he thought like he wanted beige, but beige wasn't for him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Beige <laughs> so <true>. is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> beige is bullshit. <laughs> and that's the deal. What's scary <laughs> say? We're like that red wall. Good in theory or good on paper. But oh, just doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, but just doesn't Can't work. work. But just not quite yeah. there or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. But they all. At that point, I'm like, no, you should just fuck. It's fine. Ugh. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys, you end up together. Let's just, like, come on. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Put all yeah, the bullshit just, aside. Just do it. Just, just do, do it, it right then. Ugh. Do it. You know what really hurts me still every single time I watch the series is when Big is about to move to Napa. And oh, yeah. they're about to have their final night, mm. and I every time I watch it, I'm like, they're gonna, they're gonna do it. They're gonna have that one last hurrah. Going out of and business. They don't sex. get to because of Brady Brady. Because of Brady Brady. Because <laughs> of Brady fucking Brady Brady. Brady. <laughs> Ruining and everything. Maybe if she would have named him something else, it would have been fine. But maybe if her man, haircut wasn't Brady like Brady. that. Oh, I mean, there's it's so It's like the haircut true. I have now. Like, I'm really hating on it, but, like... I did, I did <laughs> no, love it. No, it is not. <laughs> no, it is not. There are things that the writers did that just don't make sense, that don't go with the storyline, that really piss me off. I mean, Brady Brady, that's one. <laughs> Two. That's a kicker. Big moving to Napa. Are, are we just gonna just... Okay, bye, Big. Like, that's bye. fine. Have that fun. That was Napa. not necessary. Can you imagine watching Elaborate, it like live, right. not knowing that he was like, like he was just gonna be gone? Like I would have like lost interest probably yeah. a little bit. Like, well, the Aiden was yeah. the one Aiden wasn't there. Yeah, like I bet people who watched it live were like, okay, well, this is really lagging. Another thing that doesn't make sense that the writers did making Steve Brady a cheater. Yeah, I'm still really salty about this. He they just wanted to do, do something. Our little Steve. Or how they made Big so sensitive about what Miranda said. Like, why all of a sudden, like, did he listen before the wedding? wedding. Like, that, I was like, that was, like, really blown out of proportion Yeah, Like, come on. Yeah. Like. Honestly, even when he didn't get out of the limo and he realizes he fucks (laughs) up, I'm like, couldn't I have, like, fixed that real quick? Yeah, like, yeah. The writers really did us dirty. Yeah. (laughs) So you're probably wondering what what's the life lesson in that? Um, don't trust the fucking writers. Don't <laughs> trust the writers. They do we know dirty. what's best. We know the truth yes. of uh-huh. what happens. Mm. We oh. do. Yes. And also, sorry, I'm like going on tangents. Miranda totally should have fucked the hot dog. I don't know. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I can't remember what this context is, and now that was just a great <laughs> or, line. Sorry, to a just- sandwich. Yeah, yes. I can't believe we haven't discussed this one yet, but it's the most loud message that you can take from Sex in the City, and it's that you can make your own family within your friends. That sounds, yeah. once again, so sexual. I think at this point, my mind is just really emphasizing on sex in the city. Yeah. And not so, so much I'm the sorry city. about that, but <laughs> friends are the family you yeah. make. They are, and they are your soulmates, and, you know, partners can come and go, but friends hopefully are there for life. 
Yeah. I love that. And that just brings a tear to my eye, that scene when when they discuss that. And Charlotte says that they're, they're what if we're our, what if we're our like Each friends or our soulmates mates. or something? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay. Okay, yeah. Charlotte. Um, Making me a little teary eyed here. Yeah. That was my I'm pretty sure a MySpace, those little um those little icons you could have on MySpace, you know what I'm talking oh, about? To decorate your profile. My, of course, I made them, yeah. I had one of those that said that. Because wow. seventh grade Sarah was woke. <laughs> seventh grade I Sarah was like, I've been through so yeah. much heartache and so much pain. <laughs> I don't My even friends know. are always there for me. I feel like the very end of the series, like the very last thing of the series is a really good way to sum it all up. When she's yeah. like, it was like men come and go, like whatever. But like the most important relationship you'll ever have is the one you have with yourself. That, I mean, just way to sum yeah. it all up. The writers, I got to give it to them for that one. It is true. Like you really like, do okay. see. Yeah, Point we'll for let, the writers we'll let, there. We'll Brady Brady. Yeah, we'll let Brady Brady go for that last line. Um, but I don't know. Even I do so. feel like that's a really big theme. It's a big theme. She yeah. goes through so many different relationships and sees herself in so many of these different crazy relationships. And she gives up a lot of herself and a lot of them, especially in that very last one with Petrovsky in Paris. And I don't know. I just think it's... <sighs> and, and it is. It's her coming... When she comes back to big, it's her coming back to herself and like yeah. her authentic self, which is like the best lesson you can ever have. Yes. And she finds it's her carry necklace in the... Yes. In yes. <gasps> oh, yeah. goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. So symbolic. <laughs> Oh. Yes, I. They did do, they they wrote those episodes real well, and also one. the the one we talked about in the last one about um, you don't just like marry a guy, you marry his family or marry oh, him, you yeah. know in general. Yeah, because Bunny was next level. Trey's yes. mom. Yes, and the episode fuck no, the episode about marrying <laughs> or uh. When she dated the guy who, like, she loved his family. Oh, but, yeah, the journalist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but she did not yeah. like him. Yeah, you just, you, you mm-hmm. date the family. And that's yeah. the thing. You date or marry the family. And then she hated Bunny. It's Bunny the hated her. package. Yep. Yeah. Because that's something so you got to deal with forever. Like, whew. Yeah. You don't get along. It's going to be a long. Should we go ahead and jump into some listener questions? Some loaded listener questions? Yes. Yay. I'm excited. You've got some great stands, ladies. They're amazing. This like <laughs> five billion times was how did we all meet? Because, I mean, from their perspective, it's pretty fucking cool that all these YouTubers just came together so naturally. <laughs> and I think it's a funny story and just yeah, a testament it is. of the type of people we are. <laughs> so are you going to – do you want us to say our so? POV? Or do you want to say your POV? <laughs> I was drunk, so your point of view. <laughs> so we were we were all a part of, which is I think it's kind of strange this. actually that none of us had actually met before this. Yeah, because we had um, all lived in Nashville mm-hmm. at that point. Well, even Sarah, but like yeah. even like mm-hmm. LA, like I yeah, feel like it's it's crazy because like we like cross paths, yeah, and we kind of ran in similar circles. All of this brand deal, um, where it was in Michigan for a music festival, for Faster Horses, yes, and there was a house that influencers were staying at and we had like other obligations like in Chicago we literally just like popped in we went to the to like the festival did our content and then like went to Chicago so like we weren't staying at the house but I remember because Cody came with you right yeah 
Yeah, so I, I vividly remember just, like, walking in, and I remember, like, nobody was being that, like, chit-chatty. We were like, oh, we're the girls that aren't staying in the house. And um, I remember, like, <laughs> Sarah... Which is so not like you now, but, like, you just, like, didn't give us anything. We were, we were like... <laughs> we, we, were, like we were like, hi, like, nice to meet you. You're like, hey. And we were like, okay. And then, like, I, like, introduced myself to Cody. He was like, yeah, like, you know, I do video for Sarah. And at that point, I don't think I knew that you were dating. And I and we were like... We were like, oh, she brought a videographer. Like, oh, like, oh, my, oh god. my god. Like, oh, my god. We were like, oh, my gosh. This like, bitch. She's, like, she's, like, next level. Oh, my gosh. Like, who is this girl? Yeah. And then, um... What about our day? We came back, um... You like, were... I think the next day. And so you were... Drunk. She was alone in the house. We, like, walked in and she's alone standing there alone with like a drink and we're like where is everybody she's like they're out on the boat i don't like boats and we're and, like and you were oh. so drunk and we were like cool okay <laughs> <laughs> my god great impression we thought that you didn't like us so we made no yeah. attempt, further attempt talk to you yeah. hang out with you follow you or anything and we were like well we're not gonna reach out to her she has her own videographer yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Cody introduces himself as he does video for Sarah, not like, hey, I'm her boyfriend. Yeah, it was a very like professional. It was a professional introduction. I had so much like emotionally, you know, when you wake up the next morning feeling emotionally slutty or something, you did something stupid. Yes. I could not stop thinking about the interaction I had with you guys when I was drunk <laughs> because I couldn't remember most of it, but I knew it wasn't good because I told you I had blood running down my leg. Well, I was going to leave my... that part out, but if you, you want to say it, but if you go brought... ahead. <laughs> well, wow. I just... I think it's very on brand for me because I am an oversharer and it is what it is. I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh my God, because these girls aren't my friend. I thought you weren't staying with us because you didn't want to stay with us. They didn't tell us that you were staying somewhere else or had family nearby or anything like that. So from my perspective, it was that you guys just were so big and just Megan and no, but like, we thought that, like, that, that we mess. thought that about you like we thought that about you like we both were like so, <laughs> so like oh she's so legit and you were like oh they're so legit and you're like, like intimidated by each other yeah honestly and we just like didn't, didn't think anything of it and then Mallory Irvin was like you should be friends with Megan and Liz and I was like mm, probably not <laughs> <laughs> my god and then we did all a giveaway together. Yeah, I don't know what changed. Just yeah, we like, kind of just started our own little side thing from that, I think, interaction. And then mm -hmm. we met Caitlin at your house when she was visiting you. Yeah. And we had, like, mm -hmm. the best time. Didn't we watch, like, The Bachelorette or The... Like, we watched The Bachelor. Yeah. yeah. Bachelorette. And, yeah, and, like, that was so fun. So now we're here. What yeah. an interesting way... That's and I used to watch your videos all the time. I yep. would go home and just, like, see the latest cover. Because you Thanks, were obsessed. Oh, the cover days. I no, still oh. am obsessed. They're queens. Sarah, I remember you actually told me. I remember you telling me this. Oh, you were yeah. like, oh, I watched your Bachelor video. And at that point, I was like, oh, my God. Of all the videos that this girl has seen of me, it was, like, me, my story about how I auditioned for The Bachelor. Horrifying. Like, I was, like, so embarrassed. That would be the one that, Sarah like, would watch. 
yeah, God, like, this is how she knows me. I'm like, I'm so much more than that. <laughs> so much more than that. <laughs> that's, which, which put me lower. Like, that's why I was I like, deeper this girl. Than this. Yeah, like, that's why I, it put me just even lower and so in you so much higher. Because I yeah. was like, oh my God, like, she only you. thinks I did a video about The Bachelor. But anyway. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I love it. It's a good question. I, I know. It's, it's so funny just to reflect another life lesson sometimes first impressions aren't everything so true that's so true sometimes you're just mutually intimidated by each other and you don't want to do with each other (laughs) someone's got to be the better person eventually and get over it yep we both yes or you just are are forced upon each other in a (laughs) social setting Uh, thank you for the footnote on that one (laughs) thank you for the note in a social setting (laughs) thank you for the note Another loaded listener question was, is there any original song or cover you guys regret now or would have done differently looking back? Yes. I, any chance I get, so like I say this because I have so much beef with this song. Any chance I get. <laughs> oh, like what album should I listen to? I'm like, well, don't listen to this one. Never want anybody's first impression <laughs> to be this song. That song. Um, it's a song called Dare. It's just, it's so aggressively aggressive and it just makes no sense like is it an my, angsty song yeah, but it's not it's so annoying and like the day we wrote it my voice was gone. completely gone so like I was literally sitting in the room just like giving like thumbs up <laughs> or like thumbs down to like lyrics that so they it doesn't spit. even sound like her yeah and there's one line oh, it's so I, funny it's, I hope he comes through like yeah. my voice was Gone. I can't wait to listen to I know, this. I'm like, <laughs> zoo is we're done here. It's just, I'm I don't know. It. it is just not it. It just doesn't match anything else at the time that we were putting out. It's fine though. We made the decision at the time, so we have to. I know. I know. We I can see where we came from. Yeah. Yeah. Slap ourselves on the wrist for that one, yeah. but it is what it is. Character so. development. Yes. To the best of us. Yeah. Like that song is a lot yeah. of streams, oh and I'm like, it? I regret. And I you're mean, about yeah. to have two more. Yeah. Oh. Gosh. Well, actually, anyway. probably everyone listening is probably going to yeah. play it. <laughs> Fine if people know about it. I just want them to know that I know that it's bad. <laughs> like, it's like, I don't like, want they them to know. listen to yeah. it. They know that we know. <laughs> yes. I don't want them to listen to it and be like, wait, this is really bad. And then have them think that we think it's good when we don't. <laughs> so, so that's, that's mm-hmm. why I bring it up. We got this question probably the most, and it's any plans for an EP or album this year? Oh, yeah. So many questions. Oh, so this is actually a very interesting question because nowadays, unless you're like, you know, the Taylor Swifts of the world, our level, I would say, independent, um, just like even if you're like a new artist just starting out, albums actually don't do as well for the algorithms of Spotify and all that kind of stuff. So Really? Yeah, so the new thing is a song every six weeks. Yeah. So we have... Oh, okay. So we have two more planned for like six weeks from after Love Go comes out and then six weeks after the next one comes out. And then we're writing more. Like we're just going to keep up this six week, every six week thing, like as long as we can. Yeah. Yeah. Algorithms are our whole life, but like Mm -hmm. the Spotify algorithm is a whole other thing. It's just, Mm -hmm. you have to get Mm -hmm. that like up. And so that's why we're starting with Where Does Love Go? And that's why... Yeah. So it'll be an album at the end of this cycle, whenever this just ends. 
all at once. Just not all at once. Yeah. Like every six weeks, there should yeah. be a new song. I kind of like that more because then Me it gives too. you time to appreciate each song and like get excited for the next thing versus just kind of skimming over songs. So yeah, and that's always something that's to look exactly to. what like listeners do. The same photo shoot, it's the yep. same songs for like two yeah. years, and then mm-hmm. this one, it's like new art every six weeks and like new. Yeah. You know, because that's just how social media works. You know, we yeah. get over things really fast now. So And same with music. Yeah. So, yeah. That's got to be fun for you, too. Then you can, like, for creativity purposes, you can mm-hmm. keep yeah. doing, like, new shoots and yes. new vibes mm-hmm. for every song that comes yes. out. I love that. Yeah. Ooh, cool. So we have so new song coming out listeners. <laughs> we love to hear it. We do. So we have our segment on That's Loaded. And it's our loaded questions when we ask you questions that we are just dying to know the answer to. I'm scared. So I hope you – I mean, <laughs> you should be. Terrified. I'm going to start Perfect. out with a fuck, Mary kill. Oh. Okay. You're not going to like this. Jazz man, the Russian, or burger. Oh my gosh, oh. this is horrible. This isn't fun. Like, what is this? Uh. This isn't fun. <laughs> oh. I think the hardest one for me is probably the Mary. I don't want to marry any of Can them. Can you imagine being married to Jasmine? You're going to be stuck oh, with him for life. I mean, <laughs> I mean, with actually bad ADD. That so <laughs> I would say I'd probably <laughs> marry the Jasmine because I'm kind of used to it. <laughs> Wait. Is Jasmine. Jasmine. Um Okay, so I'm <laughs> Mary. Mary Jasmine. Oh. Fuck Burger. Kill Alexander Petrovsky. <laughs> nice. Okay. I yeah. would say mine are different okay. for different reasons. Um <laughs> I think I would fuck Petrovsky because people say, you know, era in like the 70s, people have, you know, say he was amazing you, and whatever. You're curious. Yeah, it's like okay, like I can deal mm. with that. And he's rich. I would probably I'd probably marry Jasmine too. You know, <laughs> like he 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 seems successful enough and like <laughs> hang up by myself like just like don't bother me yeah go play the violin or something um and then I guess I would kill burger because he is not that successful (laughs) and and he sucks and a little boy when they like hooked up it wasn't very good so they had to work at it yeah so there you go you know which ex-boyfriend of Carrie's that I would let do exactly what he wanted to do to me <laughs> is oh oh the politician yep oh the politician. Oh, yes the politician. Right. you would let him pee on you let you? the golden showers i would let him pee on me i'd pee on him i would <laughs> oh my I could pee my mouth oh he so is my, you're exactly what he's looking for <laughs> exactly i think he is the finest of carrie's ex-boyfriends not including big i would he, justice for the politician. That's all I'm gonna say. I think. Okay, what about she um, fucked up? She fucked what about up. About Bon Jovi, he was Ooh, she's gorgeous. Up. Bradley Cooper. She, Bradley Cooper. He, she didn't really date him though. Oh yeah, but true. I. But he counts. Yeah. Okay. But anyways. I was like, wait, I don't remember Bradley Cooper. Politician. Yeah. All day. Mm-hmm. Every day. You get an extra Noted. dose of him when you watch Mad Men too. That's the only reason I watched Mad Men was because I think it's Silver I think Fox. He's sexier I love than Don Draper. Anaconda. Hamaconda. 
Oh, just okay, the like, hamaconda. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Man. You'll never oh, you know back. the hamaconda. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I John I Ham. Yes, because <laughs> I'm so kind fine. of scared of that dick. <laughs> like Samantha when she gets the yes. too big of oh, dick. Yes. Good. Oh, amazing. Amazing reference. Yes, the horse. Mr. Too Big. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was called. <laughs> yeah. But anyways. Dead. I don't know. I feel like Hamaconda would be like just the right amount of big. You would sit on <laughs> John Ham's dick. He's he's like my politician. Like he could do whatever he wants. <laughs> he I is really him. hot. Gorgeous. He's he your Nicholas Cage. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> the next loaded question is is it always smooth sailing when you guys write or compose a song and if not how do you guys overcome that or make the decision on like what would be best like do you guys always agree on how things should be done or Mm. so the only time (laughs) that we aggressively argue in a session Uh, is we should just like let's let's act it out here I'll be like, well, do you like this then? Like, like what do you think he about loves. this? Okay, so like, what do you think about this then? I'm like, mm, I don't know. Like, I, I just, I think we can beat it. Do you have anything better? And then I'll be quiet. And I'll be like, Megan. And I'll be like, I'm thinking. Okay, well, can you get off your phone? I'm looking for ideas. And I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> and then, but the only time that this interaction happens is when we're in a session, usually with like another producer or mm-hmm. another writer. That's and not contributing. That's not contributing. Or it's just the song sucks. And we and just, just want to leave. Yeah. You just, because like when you're in a session, sometimes it's like, you know, you're not going to like the song. Everyone in the room Everyone knows in the, room the song's knows. not good. And, but you have to finish it because you have to. And so that's when we start to bicker. But really, Let's that's the only time. Get it done. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> really the only time. But most of the time we're extremely okay. collaborative mm-hmm. in business and everything. Like for the most part, we work very well better together, together yeah. than apart Aww. tough though that brought me back <laughs> Oof, little triggered <laughs> yeah it's just, it's, sorry for bringing so up times. some bad feelings <laughs> it's okay sorry i'm mad it's at you again curious. for something you did yeah. last week mm-hmm. okay so the next and final loaded question i believe unless caitlin's got another one after this no. is and this is also a question we got a lot from our listeners and it is what was the peak of your career or do you believe it just Mm. hasn't happened yet so i would say that's like a two-parter because every artist can look at their career that's been the highest point like so far music industry so Mm -hmm. like you never know what's gonna pop off when taylor swift like she would have said you know, after 1989, that was the peak of her career. And then she just won, like, another artist of, or album of the year award. Kind of always consistently evolving. Um, and different eras yeah. have had different triumphs. Definitely, I would say, when we were independent, like, getting nominated for, like, a song, yeah. Teen Choice Awards, like, that was really, really special to me. But that had nothing to do with, I would say, when we were most exposed to people, which was the bad for me. Yeah, and that's and that's another thing, too, is, like, what is your definition of peak? Because mm-hmm. when we were, mm-hmm. like, arguably, I would say the peak of, if we were talking just music and, like, just whatever, it was um, during the bad for me era, yes. like, when we were doing radio tours, whatever, whatever. But then in the years following, we made more money than we ever made from the brand deals. The year of bad for me. Yeah. yeah. So it's, which, mm-hmm. which one do you consider success which one do you consider a peak in the terms of like music you have to say bad for me and yeah. I'm not too proud to say that an incredible time in yeah, our lives we were like an independent artist and we charted on top 40 which is like yeah. unheard of like we had three radio people yeah, working and most people thank you and most most label or most artists having a song push to radio have like 
50 radio people pushing. Yeah. We had, that was just such a win for like us, our management, awesome. our managers. Like it was just our label yeah. at the time. Like it was just such a win. And we're so. not too proud of that. Like, I don't know. I hate when artists are like, oh, like I'm not going to play the hits. It's like, like Kim Cattrall not wanting yeah. to talk about Sex and City. We mm-hmm. know that song was a life-changing song and forever will be. It's so special when you guys perform it and seeing how the audience interacts with it. It's so even emotional for me to witness because mm-hmm. I it's just crazy how much people love that song. I mean, it's not crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I get why people love that song, but it's so special for you guys. It's so special for the people who follow yeah. you because so many people found you maybe for, through that song and yes. um, really latched on and it brings up memories for them. And mm-hmm. it's just cool because so many people sing along, they cheer, like it's incredible. Exactly. I mean, we love it. And, and also like, we really liked it because that was like a lot of other YouTube artists trying to like break off of just being cover artists. So mm-hmm. that for me was like mm-hmm. the first song mm-hmm. that I was like, oh my gosh, people are looking at us as actual artists to cover girls, yes. which that was really special right. mm-hmm. to me too. Yeah. To find us in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. We're so grateful for that. There's really. so many things I've learned from our three or four years of friendship that you guys should be proud of. You guys have accomplished so much and it's Thank so you. exciting to witness mm-hmm. and continue to witness and hear Thanks. about. Like I love hearing all of your stories of all the crazy things that you've done with your lives so far. It's so special and I love it. Oh, baby cry. I know. Like the you guys were in the Macy's Thanksgiving parade and my favorite thing <laughs> oh my to gosh, bring about yeah, I remember that. is when Megan sang with uh the, What's the cup? Boys like girls? Oh, oh my camp rock moment. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Try to bring that up as often as possible to my, like, anyone. So, did you guys like, know that? <laughs> it's like my humble brag. I'm like, yeah, my yeah. friends, like, did something really pretty cool. I, I just don't know how I didn't, like, lose my shit. Yeah, I got to say it twice with him. The first time I was losing my shit, the second time, like, we'd hung out, like, a few more times, so, like, I knew him better. But I look back down and I'm like, how was I like? But we okay. we also wrote bad for me with him. Yeah. So like that's like we had like a connection, oh, really? and that's why he was so supportive of us in that time, mm-hmm. and like why he wanted to bring Megan Which up. Is so, and he's like such a nice guy. Yeah. Like, like and truly like I think mm-hmm. one I'm like music nerding out, but I think that he is arguably the best songwriter mm-hmm. that you, that I've ever heard of or seen. I mean, he's written just a lot of like, um, he wrote like a Jason like he's had like a lot of like pop hits for other artists that if you look it up on Wikipedia, it's you're going to be like whoa. You're going to be like whoa. Mm. <laughs> like he wrote a Taylor Swift song. Yeah. Um so he's now. like Love. the Ryan Hurd of pop music. Yes. 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 So, I guess that technically wraps up this episode. Everyone Thank you guys for having us on. Go, go pre-save it. Of course. This was so much fun. And we can't wait to all listen to your song and bop around. We love y'all. You guys are and the, have best. the best. Time. Yeah. Anytime, you know, you okay. want us back. You're uh, the best. We're available. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll do a dedicated episode on dissecting all of the horrible men and all the boys of Sex in the City. Do an entire- Deserves its own episode. It does. I'll flick my bean the entire time to the politician. Be sure you guys pre-save. Where, do, where does the love go? Thank love you. Go? We've been at this for a while, guys. Trust me. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> so 
lasted three hours. So thank okay, you okay. so much for coming on. We love you guys so much. Love you. You're the best. Thanks, guys. And we thanks love for you talking too. Sex in the City with us. Anytime. Anytime.